welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for exceptional 21st century living. We have a very enchanting show today. Uh, Dr. Kath Young is back with us. And you guys know she's a friend of the show. You know she always brings it when she shows up. And today <laughs> we're going to be talking about her latest book that I have, and that is Living the Fairy Life, a guide to connecting with the magical power and joy of the enchanted realm. And folks, a lot of you guys might not think fairies are real, but guess what they are? We're going to cover that more in depth in a moment. And they can actually help you. So, you know, uh, this is a great time. We're just past um, Halloween and this is November and getting ready for that magical season of Christmas. And this is the time to embrace your fairy inner or outer so we'll talk about inner that fairy. i like it i, like it. <laughs> well, I think we all have one right <laughs> i think that'll be my next book embracing your inner fairy, inner fairy. oh yeah. yeah i love it i love okay. it yeah well before the the podcast started folks we talked about um doing podcasts from the other side like you know one of us on well, me being on the other side and doing a podcast with her so we'll see if that happens about 20 years from now but for right now we're going to talk about fairies so the information shared on care over it uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed um yes we're going to help you let go of the bs that's holding you back the fairies will too but you know i always ask that question are you truly ready to and by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. <laughs> My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, and that's MoniqueChapman.com. And I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today, my very dear friend, Dr. Kak Young, has been a TV producer, folks. She worked in General Hospital. Okay, that's not shabby at all. And she's been in the Hollywood TV industry for over 25 years. She also earned a PhD in natural health and a doctorate in uh, naturopathy. Um, she uh, studied at Baylor University and clients come to her for advice on health, nutrition, and spiritual well-being. She has a third doctorate degree. She's a busy lady and that's in clinical hypnotherapy. And she helps people with a wide variety of issues with the hypnotherapy. Um, so you can, you know, talk to her about that when you give her a call for some services. Uh, CAC is also a licensed religious science minister, a certified archetypal therapist and counselor, and she is a certified meditation teacher and career coach for 
young actors and directors. And guess what, folks? She even flew airplanes, okay, private planes. And she's currently working on her black belt in Aikido and is a certified medical Qigong instructor. And you can find out more about her by going to her website at catyoung.com. And folks, I have to tell you about the Qigong. I was struggling maybe four or five years ago, and she directed me to some Qigong Qigong exercises. And wow, powerful. I didn't think they were working at all. I'm like, oh, this is a waste of time. The next morning I got up and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. So this lady knows her stuff. So welcome back, Kat. Thank you so much, Monique. Thank you very much. It's always an honor to be on your show and a great deal of fun. I mean, you you said I bring it. I don't know what it is, but you have it. So I think me bringing and you haven't, we have <laughs> <laughs> we create some fun. That's indeed yeah. true. And I'm happy to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. We're the it girls in the spiritual realm. <laughs> there you go, folks. We're the it girls. So your book, um, Living the Fairy Life. Let's start at the very basics and explain to folks what exactly is a fairy. Because I think some people think that it's like childhood uh, fairy tales or stories and they're not real. Right. Well, I'm not sure that, um, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, uh, Walt Disney did us any favors when he created mm-hmm. Tinkerbell, because that is what a fairy is not in OT. Um, fairies are supernatural beings that are connected to the energies of the planet, to nature, to stars, and to the domains under the earth. So they're supernatural beings they're not these little bitty things with wings and and magic fairy dust although they do know how to do magic now the legends have it that the fairies are actually the Tuatete Danann and they are the people of Ireland that uh-huh. fought three wars to retain their land but they finally succumbed to the magic of the Malaysians and they were from the north coast of Spain so when they Malaysians won that battle. They said to the Tuate, uh, we don't want to, uh, we, we kind of love you, so we don't want to <laughs> banish you, but we need to be in control. So we're going to give you the underground you have under the earth to live and thrive and we're going to rule the earth and and above so yes we'll plow the fields but you can have the underground and so the Tuate were enlightened people and so they said you know hey this is better than nothing we'll definitely create our civilization underground and Uh out of sight so that's why there are mounds in ireland that's why you see reverence to trees that are growing that are rooted in the earth and grow up people will build highways around the fairy trees there is a way uh, that the celtic people had of living in harmony with things they could not see Uh they were like brothers and sisters to the unseen they were part of their lives they lived according to nature they lived when the sun rose and the sun set they lived with the cycles of the moon they followed the seasons uh set And they were very much in tune with nature. So it became 
second nature to them to create uh, the fairy kingdom. And they did so by uniting even more so with the natural forces of the earth and planet. So fairies are energy. They are supernatural beings connected to all of the energies of the planet, but they are specific little bundles of energy that we can recognize because they have the magical ability of changing shapes and changing forms. Mm, Okay. So will a fairy ever appear to us in human form? They can, but our trick and, and this is why I wrote the book. I want to just tell you a little bit about that for a second, and then I'll a- answer that. Uh-huh. No problem. Um, I had pitched another book to uh, Brenda Knight of Mango Publishing, and Brenda had said, I don't want the book you're pitching, but would you write a book on fairies? And I said, okay. <laughs> and then I sat down to write this book, and I literally wrote it in about four and a half weeks because the fairies used me as a typist and they just wanted this information to be in the world now so that people would not think that they were Tinkerbell or think of them as hateful little destructive forces, but they would see them as the good energies that they are and the powerful energies. And so because they can shapeshift, because they can transform they will appear to us in a form that we can recognize. Now that could be, you know, just use your imagination there. It can be, you know, any, uh, any physical form that our eyes can see that our nose uh-huh. can smell. And, but what we have to do, and this is such a lesson in spirituality and metaphysics for all of us, is we have to prepare ourselves for their arrival. And that means we have to um, get over ourselves, to quote a friend of mine, um, and really uh, get rid of our BS, our belief systems, and become uh, a person that the fairies want to talk to and to interact with. Now, what Mm -hmm. does that mean? You know, that means we have to understand what matters to them. We have to understand their language in quotes, if you will. And we have to really prepare ourselves to connect with spirits from the other world, not deceased spirits, but living active spirits. And when we do that, um, they will show up in our lives. Wonderful. They'll show up in our lives in, in, in interesting ways. Um, I recently redid part of my front lawn and took the grass out and I've got stones and rocks and flowers and all of that. And this lady, she'd come by every day and she would stand there and look at it for 10 minutes. I'm like, what's up with this? So one day she knocked on the door and this is like three days ago. And she goes, you planted a fairy kingdom. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but I didn't see it. Okay, but that's what she got from that. So even though I didn't see it or recognize it as a fairy kingdom, I thought it was something else. She was able to tune in and see the fairy energies there. I thought that was really interesting because the person who created it didn't even see it. Well, and you know how much I love that, Monique. This is this is true. Some of us, well, you are you know, intuitive, you are psychic, you have all these connections with um, the higher energies. And so even 
you know, even if you were going to uh, paint a house, you would you would paint your house some way in what the fairies would uh, appreciate it. You just have that mm-hmm. natural talent. So, of course, you would make that garden. And the, the woman who recognized it, um, you know, some people are walking around and they've been fairies in a past life. They have, mm. they have definitely had that. Uh, transformation themselves or they've been really really connected to them in a past life and it doesn't mean yesterday's past life it could be you know way beyond um of course that is if you believe in reincarnation and right. i like to think of it as the rolling over of the spirit um mm-hmm. so uh, so yes i mean if you created a, a land it means that it is joyful that it is a place that you want to be that it puts your spirit at ease and that there there is playful things back there whatever it is you planted it must be appealing to the fairies and and i wrote about that in my book i i listed all the herbs that they love the flowers that they love the trees that they relate to i wanted uh, everybody to know how to how to catch a fairy not in <laughs> not in a jar please please, please. <laughs> no but you know how how to really attract them and once they see that you, that that you are open to them and you want to connect they will slowly show up for you one of the best ways if you have a tree in your front yard is you can decorate uh, around it with little fairy like things first of all the children in the neighborhood will just flock Mm -hmm. that tree you know little sparkly things little painted rocks pretty flowers uh things that blow in the wind anything that that lifts your spirit see fairies are here their job is to keep us light to keep us laughing the fairies laugh like crazy if they find a two-headed carrot or a two-rooted carrot. They laugh if they see a, a potato that has grown, you know, arms on it. Mm-hmm. They love, they are thrilled. They're childlike in their thrill of life. And what they bring to us is that reminder that this is a mirthsome, uh, whimsical life that we can't, no matter how stressed we are and what's going on, Find the fun, find the pretty, find the lovely, find something that uplifts you and go there. That's what they're here for. They're here to keep us from being uh, depressed and down and all wrapped up in our ego and our lives. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. You talked about, you know, what we call in quotes, um, imperfect fruit or imperfect vegetables. And those are the ones that are actually healthier because they have more of whatever they're giving to the earth. So the fairies are definitely, you know, helping us with that. So yay to the fairies. Now, how many different types of fairies are there? Well, isn't that interesting? Um, the uh, I have divided it into or with their help. And I mean, you know, this isn't a channeled book. I, I wouldn't claim that. I mean, it might be. But uh, it's a book where I literally sat down and, and, and I knew what to write. I told my stories and I brought those stories out where I've had connections with fairies. And the 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 way that it just 
manifested through here is a way that they wanted their truth out there. They wanted to be able to contact people more. They want to open those gates and say, look, you know, we're all in this together and they will uplift us. Remember, you know, they won the war. They won mm-hmm. it in their own way. And it and the and the decision was just. So we're dealing with a race of people that uh, rise rise up in the face of calamity. Mm-hmm. Now, there's always polarity in life. So, is there a such thing as negative fairy, the fairy that doesn't wish well on everyone? Well, I came across a, a website in my research, and this woman has like 365 types of fairies, and mm-hmm. they. Um, and there are the yin yang sort of fairies that we would think about in various uh, cultures. The um, and I think that it comes from a place where humans, you know, our nature is is we want to put blame on something. We want uh-huh. to attribute <laughs> cause. You know, so if something bad happens, we want to say, oh the fairies did it or so-and-so did it. We like to, we don't want to be accountable, but when we start living a life as fully accountable for our actions and our thoughts and our deeds, then we look at the fairies as being um, a a key to unlock new opportunities for us. So uh, if, if something has happened and somebody blames a fairy, the energy itself is not negative, but they will respond to what we put out. So remember, they're energies that are connected to the planet, nature, stars, and the domains into the earth. They're energies. So if they are uh, attacked, confronted, or in some way uh, disrespected, that's a huge Uh thing in fairy life. Um, If they're disrespected, then they will react. Um, they do not cause catastrophic harm. They're not going to make the volcano explode. They're not going to do that. That's not fairy energy, but they will uh, let you know uh, if you are like, if somebody came in, let's just say somebody came in and trashed your whole garden, the Uh fairies would be upset. Okay. They would be upset and there something would be done. Probably not to you, but somehow that person who did that, malicious uh-huh. act of you know they they deferried it uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they, something would occur in their lives that would remind them that this was not cool okay so like the energy you put out is coming back at you bingo so and with the fairy so so that's why it works you know on the positive side too if you want connections with fairy prepare yourselves prepare yourself open your heart read uh, in my book about what matters to the fairies read the rules read the Uh etiquette there is definite fairy etiquette and it's different than ours you know they are go back 1500 years about how people behave they were very polite they weren't rude they Uh they spoke in a different type of language they would never call someone the a word they would never you know use Uh they don't like heavy metal rock music because it destroys the soul in their world they like 
um, lighter tunes. They like classical mm -hmm. music. They like, you know, and they have a dissonant set of chords in their own music and, and things like, you know, they will sing to you. You will hear them once you open your senses. Once you say, I really want to touch the fairy world, then read about it, you know, by living the fairy life and read about it and, mm -hmm. and prepare yourself. And then the fairies will begin to show up in different ways. You might hear a song. You might see something fun happen in your garden. Um, I have a dear friend in New York who has a uh, very special tree in Central Park. She calls it Treely. And she goes and meditates by Treely and she'll leave things for the fairies. Uh, uh -huh. We have a project together about her life, uh, a script I've written. And she goes to Treely and she leaves all the wishes we have. And the things will disappear for a day, two days at a time, <laughs> and then they will reappear. And it's amazing to what they do. And uh, she also lives part-time in Glastonbury, England. She has a, a cottage there and the uh -huh. same thing will happen in her garden. So it's, it's a matter of being open. And, and I have had so many fairies show up in my life in different forms. I've had Helen the squirrel. Helen Keller was a blind squirrel. I named her Helen uh -huh. Keller. And Helen showed up in my life and she brought so many gifts about oh. love and affection and loyalty and cheerfulness. And, you know, it was just uh, three years of joy with Helen Squirrel. She came to every party I had. She attended every dinner oh. outside the screen door. And we would share with her whatever it is we were eating. Not a lot, but she loved mm -hmm. pasta. And I gave one day I gave her a whole bowl of nuts. I thought, oh, this is great. I'll just pop up in this can and give her this nuts, right? She picked uh -huh. up the nuts she wanted and then left oh. the ones that she didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So she's truly living her very best life. My goodness. Yes. Yes. And she chose us. I mean, she chose us and she would uh -huh. wander around the deck on the outside and she would, you know, say hello in the morning. And, and, and if we weren't paying attention to her, you'd hear this little, little rap on the window. And it was <laughs> yeah. a hello. Here. <laughs> exactly. It was a squirrel. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and so then I would, then I would get her peanuts and I would make sure that she had all kinds of things she wanted and water and, uh, it was, it was, a, it was great. And I, I really, uh, well, I miss her so much. She just brought mm. so much joy and that was her job, you know, until, until that was over. And then she mm -hmm. moved on, I'm sure to do something else, but, um, I, and all my friends knew Helen, it, people I think came to visit us just to see Helen. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, a couple of days ago, my neighbor um, who parks across the street from uh, the front of my house, I saw something black under her car moving. So I went to investigate and it was this little black bunny rabbit. Had to be somebody's pet, but it was so oh. afraid that it wouldn't let you near it. So I went back in the house and I got lettuce and I gave it lettuce and put a couple of uh, shredded carrots out there. It ate the food. It turned around and, you know, I'm watching it from inside my house and it turned around and looked my way and then it scampered on to wherever it was going to go. And I was like, wow. And I thought about your book when I um, did that because I don't see rabbits running wild. We're not out in, you know, the open spaces. And this rabbit, you know, was like sitting there waiting 
And if it had waited too much longer, you know, the people across the street probably would have ran over it because they don't pay attention. But it knew it was like it was calling me. And, and to me, I attributed that to the fairy saying that this rabbit had something to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. And all we have to do is look around, be open and watch. You know, it, it, that's really the thing to do. Fairies are, you know, every culture has had uh, a way to explain the unknown. They've all, and and a way to explain it to their kids. I think fairies came about because you know little Johnny or little Johan or or little <laughs> you know Ying as a child said, "Mommy, what what why is that happening? What I don't understand that." And and parents could just say, "Well." Uh, fairy that's a from a fairy yeah and just like dismiss it <laughs> exactly and, and it's a fairy don't worry about it or you know if if you had a, a grandmother like I did who would sit down and tell you stories of the fairies and uh, I had you know Celtic uh, uh, grandmother and so she would tell me stories of the fairies and and uh, you, many cultures, like I said, have named them and called them different things. And you'll find 360 different, 365 different names and types of fairies, but, um, and, and they all have their stories. I mean, there are some fairies that are birds. There are some fairies that are animals. There are some fairies that are little people, uh, certainly in Ireland, there are famous poets that have said that uh -huh. they have attended a fairy's funeral or they have seen a fairy funeral. Well, sure. I mean, that's the land of the little people. So wouldn't it make sense that they would uh -huh. manifest as little people to live in the mounds and, and to live underground? Uh, there are things, too, that that people have been trapped by the fairies and taken into a fairy kingdom and absconded uh -huh. with. And I think uh, that it, that was just an excuse for misbehaving and maybe not going home for three days <laughs> or having too much to drink and, you know, sleeping on somebody's couch and say, oh, the fairies, it was the fairies who took me. <laughs> yeah. I, I just as, a think, guy, as a guy's wife standing there looking at him like, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, fairies, is it? Fairies, is it, Patty? I don't uh, think so. No, not <laughs> at all. But you, in the book, you talk about um, fairies and crystals and fairies and essential oils. So talk to us about that for a moment, because some of the um, favorite fairies um, that you have talked about, if I wear them, the stones, I feel very different than, well, this is an addition to my, my usual family of stones that I'm wearing. But if I wear a particular stone, it's very different. I can feel the energy. So talk to us about the crystals and fairies well okay and again let me preface it with just my categories um mm -hmm. i have divided the the fairies into the fairies of the air the fairies of the earth and the fairies of the underground and so i've matched that up not only with crystals but also with essential oils that are like from those realms and i think that you'll find that if you uh, look at the the types of fairies that inhabit each realm that you'll say, oh, okay, so these are the ones that are airborne. These are the ones that fly. These are... And so it, that will work with crystals and that will work with essential oils as well. Uh -huh. So you have, and so I link them up for people to say, well, if you want to uh, connect with the fairies, then maybe you want to 
have this kind of a stone with you, or this is how they respond to those stones. And also, these are the kinds of stones you can put in your garden to attract them. And Mm -hmm. yes, you will feel differently when you wear the stone, especially if you take a little bit of time to meditate with the crystal, to infuse it with your intention of having this connect with fairy energy and let the fairies respond and put their energy into that as well. And so you can have this amazing connection with them uh, because there are various different elements that the stones respond to and various different elements that come from the three kingdoms or three levels of the fairies. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, just to let folks know, my favorite fairy crystal is amethyst. I'm, it's like my child. I wear it all the time. And my favorite um, essential oil is um, frankincense. Um, don't know why it just makes me feel good. So um, you, you go with the flow. Um, how can we directly intentionally connect with a fairy? Okay, I'll tell you that. I would just want to make a comment too on mm-hmm. um, the amethyst. It is nature's tranquilizer and it is a master stone for all healers. What amethyst does for you and the fairies is it connects to the vibrations of heaven and earth, the realms of the seen and the unseen. So it's like a major fairy stone. Um, it is it opens the channels between you and the fairy kingdom and uh, for psychic connection and clairvoyance. So it, it that's why it's so wonderful to open uh, the uh, I don't know, the the um, it, it, interactions between Uh us and fairy kingdom right Mm -hmm. and so uh, how you how you work your life in order to connect with a fairy is in preparation you prepare yourself so wearing crystals would be good wearing the essential oils that they like uh they love frankincense because frankincense is a sap it's from the boswellian tree and it is a sap and so it's very very nature and it's rich and you hold it up to the light and it's gold uh-huh. and they love that so those two things that you're doing of course the fairies are going to say go to her house it she's <laughs> cool let's be in that energy so yeah and and we attract fairies by doing a number of things you put the plants in your garden you make sure you have opened yourself you have to do some work on yourself it's not like you just turn a switch and say you know okay fairies i'm ready you have to do a little work a little preparation because they're paying attention you know uh-huh. they ha- they have highly tuned psychic abilities and intuitive abilities themselves and so they're if 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 they're around you and pretty much fairies are everywhere uh they'll be watching and they want to see you um, you know, d- take a little cup of humility and understand that you are not the bee's knees, that there are other people out there. And maybe you want to ready yourself for this uh, sacred journey because it is and ready yourself, prepare yourself, let them know by planting trees and flowers and herbs and putting crystals in the garden and sparkly things and maybe some flags, letting them know that you want to connect. And then you wait, you have to learn their language. You need to Uh know 
how to speak to them, learn uh-huh. their etiquette and understand what works and doesn't work in fairyland and what to do and what not to do. I mean, there's some rules. They're not horrible rules. And you kind of say, well, wait a second. That's really old fashioned. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. Uh-huh. It's very, very old fashioned. But it's also setting boundaries. I mean, it's really important to, you know, for everything that, you know, exists to have a certain boundary so that um, you attract things to you or to it, whatever it is that is, you know, okay, not, you know, just allowing all types of energy and so, yes, um, yes. And that's exactly true. And there are, I mean, I don't believe that there are, is intentionally negative energy out there, but there, there are things that spin in a different direction and you have to learn, you know, how to protect yourself, as you say, but as long as you're living uh, an intentional life and you're filling yourself with light and love and you're using affirmations and you're meditating and you are connecting to things unseen, those energies don't want to be with you. They, they want, they want control. They want to destroy. And they, mm-hmm. you know, the, the light, there is no place for, for darkness when you have the lights on. So keep your lights on. And one of the ways to do that is by getting to know the fairies, welcoming them in and having a good time with them and living your life, uh, finding humor, finding joy. And there's tons to be found. It just is our, well, you know, it's our mindset. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. And folks, you can enter this world um, anytime that you want. Now, Kat, when we go to your a website, CACYOUNG, K-A-C-Y-O-U-N-G.com. What are we going to find there? Oh, my gosh. You're going to find every book I've ever written. There's about 25. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so it's the same. Folks, get your reading list together because she's got it <laughs> full for you. And, uh, yeah, and you'll find some information about each book. I'm constantly adding to my website. It's kind of a, you know, um, <laughs> the water keeps evaporating. I have to keep filling the pot. So there's a lot of information there, and you can find um just, you know, things that will help you live your life. I've dedicated my life to teaching and to giving people the uh, benefit of my experience. And I've lived a bit of a roller coaster. So I've had the ups and I've had the downs and I've shared that with people so that they can uh, make better choices and find out where their strengths are and move through this life with grace, ease and uh, laughter. Okay. And folks, you know, she just said it. She's gone through everything as we all have. And, you know, you can hear it in her voice. There's joy there. There's love there. So you can make the choice of having love and joy in your life and embrace the fairies because they're going to help you if you study up on them. Now you got to know what you're getting into, but you study up on them and voila, life changes for you. Um, CAC, why don't you leave us with a word of wisdom? I, I always love your wisdom quotes. Well, Living the Fairy Life was, was an inspired book. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it wanted to be written. It chose me. I am still honored. And I think that it has a great deal to teach us and to teach our children. It also opens our minds to look for the positive, to create the positive, you know, make a fairy garden, make, turn a tree into a little, uh, uh, into an oasis for children. Put things in your yard that lift people's spirits and choose 
to be a fairy, choose to find the good, choose to honor nature, choose to respect everything around you. Make that choice and you will find that things will flow to you and and everything that you dreamed of will begin to happen naturally like a spring rain that just comes down and drenches your life. Open to the fairies and I promise you, you will never regret the day you did that. Well, thank you. And folks, I agree 10,000% with her. You won't regret it, but you've got to do your study. Okay. And it's not hard study. You don't read, explore, and then, (coughs) excuse me, take a delve into the fairy world. Well, thank you so much for being with us today as we collectively get over it. I really honor and appreciate your time and attention. And to the audience, I appreciate your time and attention also. And please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of entering the enchanted fairy realm. Upon the blessings, light, and love to all. Agape.